Where in your life can you show yourself more grace and acceptance and love? And just saying, you know what? I'm doing the best that I can and I'm my biggest supporter. So if I can't show up today, that is totally fine with me. I'm the only person I have to report to. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello, and welcome to Connect Back In. It's Morgan King, your host, and I've taken a little hiatus the past couple of weeks, so uh, thanks for hanging in there and listening to past episodes. There's definitely a lot to revisit. I revisit them myself from time to time, so there's certainly enough there, and I always promise myself that, and the audience, that I'm not going to record something just to record it. I feel like if it's not feeling inspiring or in alignment, that perhaps maybe I shouldn't force it. And I should just allow it to unfold as it should as I teach on the podcast. And these past couple weeks, um, I just have not been inspired to record anything. I keep coming up with ideas and then I sit down to press play and just nothing really feels good. So... I wasn't planning on doing one for this week, actually, because I've been a little tired. Um, My husband and I got COVID, as you guys know, uh, at the end of December. And then my uncle recently passed away um, after a two and a half year journey with cancer. Um, Interesting story about that is he was diagnosed five months to the day after my dad passed away, his brother. And my dad was older than him. And when my dad passed, they really weren't getting along, unfortunately. And I don't know the ins and outs of that. I don't really want to share it anyways, just be respectful of them. But um, I feel like it was a really tough experience for him to go through. And as a result... Five months later, he had stage four lung cancer, which then metastasized, and he went through chemo. Um, He was 6'5", for context, and he was like 140 pounds when he passed away. So he had definitely put forth as much effort as possible to try and overcome this disease until he just decided not to. It's this weird cancer is so weird. And if you've ever had to deal with it with a loved one or a friend or a family member, you know that there's no right answer and there's no right way for a person to go through that experience. It's really up to them. And a part of me, if I ever got terminal cancer, I don't know if I would do chemo because it really takes away the quality of life that you do have left. Um, But there's always this chance that it could work, right? So I don't know. I guess I'd have to cross that bridge when I get there. I hope I never get there. But um, I guess where I'm going with that is his passing was way different than when my dad passed away. 
um, because when my dad passed, it was very sudden, unexpected for the most part. And it was my dad, right? It was like my foundation, my, my man. And I learned a lot about death through that experience, which I'm super grateful for. And it almost prepared me for this um, because, I don't know, I've just handled it very differently. There's a part of me that when he passed away, we got a call late Friday night. Um, it was like April 14th. Or April. That's when my dad passed away. I always say that. <laughs> January. It's January. January 14th. So it was a couple weeks ago. And I was really sad, but I was also like had this sense of peace. And I could take a deep breath because... I didn't want him to suffer anymore. He was such a charismatic, high energy, happy, joyful, super, super kind person. Like the comments on the Facebook post that we had, one of his friends had posted that he passed away. And it was like all the things that you want to be said about you when you die. Like... Wow, his name was Dave. Dave always made me feel important. Dave always listened to me. Dave was so positive and had such a good outlook on life. And there were times, uh, in all honesty, that his positivity, I'd always be like, is that, I mean, is that, is he really that positive? Because he'd always, I mean, like, almost like, Kind of awkwardly, like I would see him, I just imagine going down to my grandpa's basement. That's where we always host our family gatherings. And I'd see him, I'd be like, hey, Uncle Dave, how are you doing? Um, He's like, how's life? Life's just great, isn't it? It's so perfect. Everything is wonderful. And we are so blessed, man. And I'd be like, whoa, coming in hot. (laughs) But what I've come to recognize, especially like reflecting on his life is like, Maybe he might have not believed that fully in the moment, but he always aspired to believe it. And he always aspired to share positivity and to express how blessed he was, even up until the end. Like he was literally 150 pounds at my wedding and he couldn't really stay very long. And he's just like, wow, what a beautiful day. Aren't we so lucky? And I'm all, how how can you still hold the light? And a part of me was like, maybe he's not, but trying to practice mind over matter. Anyway, very inspiring person. And since he's passed away, I've done a ton of reflection on my life and just what's important to me and a reminder that we're all going to die someday. It's, I said in his eulogy, it's something that everyone in the room has in common, the one thing. And when people pass away, it allows you to really take an opportunity to take inventory of your life and look at how am I living? Am I proud of the way I'm living? Are there things I wish I could change? Are there things I'm not doing because I'm afraid? And all of that. So that's kind of where I've been the past couple weeks. In addition to that, um, just some changes. My husband got a new job. And so we've just kind of been going through a lot of change and I just haven't been feeling like myself. So I wanted to share with you something that happened to me literally 30 minutes ago in case it can help you as well. So I was logging into at 11 a.m. every Thursday, um, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Alan Cohen, who is like mentor, my mentor, I'm in his holistic life coach training program. 
he hosts something called The Coaching Room. It's free. It's on Zoom. And I've been attending it for about two years now, I would say. Excuse me. Um, And what it is, is he has a little teaching at the beginning, the first 10 minutes. And then people can raise their hand that want free coaching. And it's coaching for about like 10, 15 minutes for the most part, depending on the circumstance of the individual. But it's really profound to watch. And what he says at the beginning is that there is no accident. We've all been called here for a reason. Um, It's all divine timing. And so it really is insane how many times I've watched the sessions. I've also raised my hand and had some coaching uh, from him as well. But how I get something from watching someone else receive coaching from him. And let me share a little bit about what I mean. So as I mentioned, I just haven't been feeling like myself lately. Um, I don't have a lot of energy. I can't do what I have been able to do in the past meeting, like accomplish-wise. Um, when it comes to my work, I, whenever I'd have free time beyond just like helping my clients or doing showings or managing transactions, I'd be like, okay, what else can I be working on? And when I ask myself that, that question right now, it kind of feels gross. And I'm like, ugh. I just don't want to do anything else. I just am not motivated. And I am probably one of the most motivated people you will ever meet. If anything, I need less motivation. For God's sakes, please stop doing stuff. (laughs) Um, So that piece of it, I've been giving myself grace for, or at least I thought I was. So I've been like, okay, you know what? I'm just going through a change. You know, my husband got a new job. We had COVID, um, the world, right? Like life in general right now is just wild. And then my uncle passed. And I think what's so hard about that is like, and it makes me tear up, is like my grandpa is still alive and he's such an amazing man. And he's going to be 92 this year and he had to bury both of his sons. And I just think that's so messed up. <laughs> but there is a lesson in that. We, we, I talked to him at the funeral and we were both just like, we don't ask why. There's just no point in asking why, because you will literally drive yourself crazy. And at some point, we will see why. And it might not be today. It will not be today for sure. But hindsight is always twenty twenty, And maybe it's after we leave this world, we recognize why that had to happen. But I don't know where I was going with that, essentially, that it's just been really hard. So I haven't been feeling like myself giving myself grace for the first half, right? Okay, you know, just give myself a little extra space. I'm honoring myself. And then it got, it got really irritating. I'm just like, gosh, dang it. Why can't you feel motivated and getting mad at myself and not accepting the reality of it and trying to push forward, trying to push past whatever whatever is going on here, right? I don't know if you can recognize this. Essentially, just being hard on myself, not showing myself love, not being, um, giving myself grace for like the fact that I'm just doing the best that I can right now. And there's something going on and I don't know what it is, but I just got to let it do its thing and trying to force it to be something else or wanting things to be different is what causes us so much suffering. 
And so getting back to the coaching room, I went on there today and this beautiful spirit came on and she's been on the coaching room before. And she starts talking about how, in in short, like basically her sleep pattern, she feels guilty about. She sleeps in too late um, for various reasons that she shared. And then she feels groggy and foggy. And then she's mad at herself because she can't be productive. And it's just this vicious cycle. And I'm listening. And then Alan, through his wonderful coaching, what we do oftentimes, we've been taught as coaches, is to ask the client or person um, in the hot seat, if you will, what does the voice of fear say? Okay. So it's like, okay, I'm I'm not good enough. I shouldn't be sleeping in. Like, what's wrong with me? I'm lazy. I'm not accomplishing what I need to accomplish. Like all the cruel things is the voice of fear. Okay. So if you can't identify that within yourself, I want you to recognize that that voice is not who you are. That is conditioning. It's societal standards. It's patterns maybe, but it's false evidence appearing real. It's fear. Okay. And then he is like, all right, so we've given that voice. Now, what does the voice of love or compassion say? Like, what about sleeping? What does sleeping do for you? And essentially, he was able to help her shift into the fact that she just needed more sleep and she's tired. And there's nothing wrong with that. And to stop holding herself in this like negative pattern of feeling guilty and not allowing her body to honor its cycle, its sleep cycle. And it's a lot of times the pressure that we've been put upon, or it's been put upon us from people outside of us. Like I said, societal standards, like you got to get up early, you got to hustle, you got to grind, you got to work out, you got to eat healthy, you got to do all these things, right? And if you don't do those things and you're not measuring up and you're not good enough. And I don't know if you're guilty of this or not, but I certainly am. And sometimes it's just holding ourselves to unrealistic standards, especially based upon current circumstances that you're going through in life. Anyway, I was able to then recognize that, oh my gosh, I'm being so hard on myself about this. Like, I'm not a lazy person. I'm not, like, my whole life isn't going to fall apart because I slow down for a couple of weeks, right? But the, the fear brain can be so dramatic and so relentless. And so not only was I tired, but I was even more tired because I was resisting the fact that I was just tired. Is this making sense? Like, instead of just being like, you know what? I'm not as productive as I am usually right now. And that's okay. I'm going through some stuff and I'm just going to honor this time. And maybe watch some shows during the day, which is total taboo in the world. But like, it feels great. I love watching The Sound of Music. It's like my favorite movie of all time. Literally best cinema ever. If you haven't watched The Sound of Music, original with Julie Andrews, like, you're you're welcome. Your life has now changed. Like the, the, the songs on that movie. And I used to watch it when I was little. So it brings in like this sense of like safety and calm and like reminds me of being with my grandpa and my dad. Anyway, total tangent, but essentially like doing things that just feel good, taking a bath, going for a walk, reading a non-self-development book. Um, I'm working on a blanket right now. So sewing, doing just things that make you happy and are calming and just doing the best that you can. And so if you're going through something right now and it's not allowing you to show up as the 100% of who you are, that you know that you are, you know deep down, the standard, if you will, that you have for yourself, 
giving yourself grace gives you so much more power in an instant, in an instant. I was actually lying in bed when I was listening to the coaching room and I was like, oh my God, if I could just love myself and say, yo, this is okay. We're, we're fine. Nothing has gone wrong. This is part of the deal. And my energy just shifted tremendously. <laughs> I was able to get up. I was like, oh my gosh, I can do all these things now. And I just feel so much more in alignment, so much less pressure. And it's okay. And just giving myself grace. I don't know. I hope you're grasping this because it was really a powerful shift for me. And it was such a miracle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now I got to go on <laughs> and record this in case. Okay. So it's one of two scenarios, right? So in case you're going through something right now and you're not able to show up as hundred percent, or in case you hold yourself to unrealistic expectations all the time. I never should be tired. I always need to X. I need to work out more. I need to eat healthier. I need to, whatever it is, can you rein it in a little bit and just say, you know what? I'm doing the best that I can. My intention is there. I'm showing up. And when I'm not showing up, instead of beating myself up for it, I'm just going to say, you know what? I'll start again tomorrow or I'll start again in an hour. You always have the opportunity to start anew. And I think with like New Year's resolutions, I think those are such great things. I could do a whole episode on New Year's resolutions because I think sometimes we try and put whipped cream on garbage. What I mean by this is like for anyone who's like, you know what? I want to lose some weight. It's less about the food that you're eating and like exercising and all that. It stems from the belief of who you are and how what level you're operating from. So you have to start within before you can shift and change without, like outside of you. And so I think our New Year's resolutions are like, okay, I'm going to start doing all these things, but I'm not going to deal with the core issue as to why I overeat or why I don't drink enough water or why I don't exercise and take care of my body, right? Because that's the thing. Once you can resolve that, I think Noom, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure this is a new business that actually addresses the psychology of like overeating and all of that and like why you're not taking care of your body to then create the results that you're looking for. And same with like anything else in your life, any goal that you have for yourself, you have to be the version of you that would achieve that thing, that can make that thing happen. So you have to like go in and be like, okay, why am I not doing this? What's holding me back? Like, is it a limiting belief? Is it something that I heard when I was little that I can never achieve what I want to? Is it whatever, right? So anyway, um, about New Year's resolutions, it's like we have all these goals. I think they're great. They're perfect. They're wonderful. But then if we don't achieve them or we don't hold ourselves to the standard of like making them happen, it's actually totally counterintuitive because then we feel shameful. We don't feel enough. We feel unworthy. We're not supporting ourselves versus like just having the goal and being like, you know what? I'm going to always do the best that I can. And maybe some days that means not working out. And maybe some days that means working out for two hours. Like 
literally serving yourself and not looking outside of yourself for what the right path is. I mean, I say that on every episode. The podcast is called Connect Back In because only you know what's best for you. And we've just been taught that we have to work within these parameters and I'm supposed to show up like this. And if I don't, that means something. And what if we could just let that go and say, you know what? I'm a human being. I'm going through it right now. I've been through it before. Everything's worked out okay. Like the ego brain, like my fear brain will be like, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose all your clients. You're going to have to move. You're going to have to get rid of your car. You're not going to have any money. And it's like, I love that. Like how irrational of a thought that I'm just going to watch all that go down and not do anything about it because I like take an extra long nap one day. (laughs) So um, all is to say, where in your life can you show yourself more grace and acceptance and love? And just saying, you know what? I'm doing the best that I can and I'm my biggest supporter. So if I can't show up today, that is totally fine with me. I'm the only person I have to report to. So versus shaming myself, I'm just going to say, you know what? I love you and we'll we'll try again tomorrow. So hopefully you got something from today's episode. Thank you as always for listening. Um, have a pretty fun episode I'll be releasing next week. So stay tuned for that. Continue to stay safe. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.